Today on the Rogue Retirement Lounge, we've got a little financial history in the making. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. Welcome to the podcast where entrepreneurs go to learn about alternative retirement investing strategies and structures and all things related to planning a successful, prosperous retirement. If you're self-employed, if you're a gig worker or solopreneur, you've come to the right place to learn how to retire wealthier, retire sooner, and retire happier. This is the Rogue Retirement Lounge. Okay, so I've mentioned it before, but just in case you haven't heard, tomorrow, September 7th, 2021, El Salvador will make Bitcoin a legal currency. El Salvador is going to be the first nation on planet Earth to do so. Now, to me, this is amazing. And I'm going to give you some more info on just how they're doing the rollout and what it's going to look like. But first, I want to give you some of the negative feedback that the government is getting from some of the population. Everyone's been so, well, everyone who follows cryptocurrencies has been so excited about this launch. Nobody's been talking about how real El Salvadorans are reacting. So I think it's worth noting. Now, uh, I don't know how much time you've spent in Latin America. I've spent um, time in various places in Mexico and I've been to Peru, but that's it for me. So I've never been in Central America, but I can tell you this, in the majority of Latin American countries, they rely heavily on cash, okay? It's not like here where even the smallest coffee shops have card readers and you can go into 7-Eleven and buy a 50-cent pack of gum with your credit card. That said, um, what do you do if you're running a business in a place where most people use cash and then the government announces that they're going to make Bitcoin legal tender and that you have to be able to accept it? Add that to the fact that um, overall technical sophistication might not be as high in El Salvador as in more developed countries and you've got uh, potentially a recipe for confusion. Okay, so first off, most people don't even really know exactly where El Salvador is. So um, so at the southern border of Mexico, you've got uh, Guatemala to the west and Belize kind of to the, to the east. And then southeast of Guatemala, you've got El Salvador on the Pacific coast, and you've got Honduras on the Caribbean. Below that, you've got Costa Rica, and finally below Costa Rica, you've got Panama. Anyway, El Salvador is a small country, very small. It's got a population of about six and a half million people. It's a poor country. Um, and I'm guessing that your average El Salvadoran uses cash for most of their purchases. Um, oh, and they've been on the U.S. dollar since 2001. Okay. So I've read a couple articles about the confusion that this whole Bitcoin thing has caused. And the problem a lot of people have is that nobody's telling them how the whole plan is going to work. Okay. If there has been any official training on how to use, convert, or accept Bitcoin as a payment, it hasn't reached most people. And in July, public opinion research revealed that three out of four El Salvadorans had worries about the plan. Oh, and get this, there, there have even been protests about this, okay? Not big ones, but still, there have been protests. If you follow crypto, everyone is so jacked up about El Salvador making this move, you'd think that everyone in the country was excited about the idea too, but they're, they're really not. So besides just not really knowing how Bitcoin works and how businesses are going to accept it and how individuals are going to spend it, apparently there's some wording in the new law, which passed earlier this summer by Congress um, at the behest of President Nayib Bukele, 
And the wording in question was that Salvadorans must accept Bitcoin if offered. Okay, so that freaked out merchants. And, you know, if you think about any country like El Salvador, where you've got hundreds of thousands of people who are like your basic street vendor, you know, out there selling anything from, you know, gum and candy to T-shirts and, and you name it. And then they find out all of a sudden that by law, they're going to have to accept Bitcoin. Uh, I can see why that would raise some concerns. Well, President Bukele did calm some people down when he tweeted that, no, after all, they're not going to force people to take Bitcoin. And then he, he further, he mentioned that, you know, Bitcoin is going to permit El Salvadorans who live in other countries to send money into El Salvador to their families without paying extra costs. Now, for me, that is the big reason to help people adopt Bitcoin in countries like El Salvador, okay, because of the remittances. Remittances to Latin American countries add up to a shit ton of money and it ain't free to get that money in there. And remember, El Salvador is a tiny country with 6.4 million people, right? Well, money sent into El Salvador primarily from the U.S. added up to $5.92 billion. Okay, so that's almost a thousand bucks for every man, woman and child in the country. And these remittances account for uh, 23% of their GDP. So um, right now, I just checked this and I went to the Western Union website. And if you walked into a location here in Oregon, handed them $500 in cash to send back to, uh, to El Salvador, they're going to charge you a 1.6% fee to send that money to a Western Union location where someone could pick up the cash. Uh, and if you wanted to pay online, uh, it could cost you up to 25 bucks if you use a credit card uh, and 2% if you sent the funds from your checking account. Anyway, so the fees aren't terrible. I thought they would be a lot worse than that. But if you could send home money via Bitcoin on the Lightning Network, you could do it almost for free, okay? So I think that's where the people are gonna start adopting this right off the bat, because once you've got your Lightning wallet on your phone and your family back home has theirs up and running on their phone, you won't have to deal with Western Union anymore and it'll make transfers uh, pretty seamless. Now, to give people incentive to get on board with Bitcoin, El Salvador, the government of El Salvador has put together a $150 million fund to give, essentially to give people Bitcoin. So citizens who download the government's new digital wallet that they're gonna use, which is called uh, Chivo, C-H-I-V-O, and once they download it and you know put their ID in it, they'll get $30 worth of Bitcoin. And uh, so get this. Okay, another thing. I'm, I'm clearly I'm excited about this. So there's a movement on Reddit, um, on also on Twitter, and but people all over the world are getting on board with the idea of buying thirty dollars worth of Bitcoin on Tuesday the seventh to commemorate El Salvador's new law and basically work in solidarity with our friends in El Salvador on Bitcoin adoption. I love that. I think it'll be cool to see what happens, um, and I think it'll also be cool to see. What kind of effect that has on the price? Um, as of right now, actually, let me real quick look it up. As of this morning, Bitcoin was over $51,000. So it's definitely going to be interesting tomorrow to see uh, you know, how this ends up affecting the price. Anyway, there's a lot more to the El Salvador story, but I would encourage you to do your own research on it. You know, this is an interesting time in the history of El Salvador, 
And under Bukele, um, that country is kind of hoping to be on the forefront of the crypto movement. Bukele uh, has tweeted about the fact that there's no property tax in El Salvador. There'll be no capital gains on Bitcoin since it'll be a legal currency rather than a security. And they're offering immediate permanent residency for crypto entrepreneurs. And supposedly there's beautiful beaches, there's beachfront property, there's great surfing. I mean, it seems like it could be kind of an awesome thing anyway. So do me a favor. Let's join El Salvador and let's buy 30 bucks worth of Bitcoin tomorrow. I'm going to do it, which as I've mentioned, I've been buying Bitcoin kind of a lot lately, but um, so go to roguereretirementlounge.com slash crypto, roguereretirementlounge.com slash crypto and sign up for a BlockFi account. Uh, you'll you'll end up getting uh, up to $250 in free crypto just for getting started um, and then buy yourself an extra 30 bucks worth to show your support for El Salvador. So once again, that's rogue, R-O-G-U-E, roguereretirementlounge.com slash crypto. Get your BlockFi account account and do it just for fun, just for the exercise. And, you know, I, I don't make predictions about where Bitcoin is going. Okay. And I never trust those Bitcoin bulls. You know, I'm on some mailing lists and even if they've got these Elliott wave charts that prove it, you know, these guys that say that we're heading for a hundred thousand by year end and $500,000 Bitcoin by 2024, you know, I just, it, I don't believe them because they're, it's, it's all wishful talking. Just they, these bulls just want to see crypto go to the moon and I don't blame them. But that said, I think I've mentioned I'm selling my little uh, manufactured home in Arizona this month, and I am going to put most of the proceeds into Bitcoin, Ethereum, and some assorted altcoins. And I might buy some more NFTs as well. Um, but is this a dumb move? Possibly. But I do believe that by the time I retire, which is coming up in six years, eight months, and about 27 days, Bitcoin will be sitting comfortably at somewhere north of half a million US dollars. Okay, so if I throw in a hundred grand or so next month, when Bitcoin will be uh, maybe at 60K, I'm comfortable in the belief that that hundred grand is gonna turn into a million or so by the time I retire. Obviously, I could be wrong. Bitcoin could, it could go to nothing. And there are people, um, you know, like uh, Peter Schiff, who will tell you that that's what's gonna happen. Now, remember, Bitcoin, in its admittedly short history, does have a compound annual growth rate of 200%. So let's just pretend that that's dro that drops to 100% a year. Do the math on that. Do the math on 100% growth per year for the next six years and try not to get excited about it. Anyway, I, I'm not making predictions. I'm not making, I'm not giving advice to buy. Just, uh, I'm just saying it would be fun to support El Salvador and do that $30 crypto buy. So go to roguereretirementlounge.com slash crypto, get yourself a BlockFi account, send me an email after you've bought that 30 bucks worth of Bitcoin and watch El Salvador. This process might not be pretty and there's definitely going to be some serious hiccups along the way, but overall, it's pretty damn cool. So that's it for today. Remember, make your money work for you. Make it work hard for you. Nothing in this podcast is meant to be financial, legal, or tax advice. Though there's some kick-ass information here, it's for informational purposes only. 
Take control of your retirement planning, but get professional counsel if you need tax, legal, or financial advice. For more content like this, join my mailing list at rogueretirementlounge.com. And if you have questions about retirement investing, entrepreneurship, business, or anything else, my email address is matt at rogueretirementlounge.com.